Hi, I'm Mike. And I'm Larry. Welcome to Manipod, a podcast dedicated to men over 50. Brought to you by Manipause.com. Hi, guys. Mike and Larry here. And boy, do we have a great podcast for you today. Oh, yeah. But first, listen to this. was that mike oh chicago of course <laughs> oh contraire my friend that was a band called leonid and friends that i found on youtube when i was looking at some music videos and these guys are amazing they're from russia they they do cover songs they started with chicago they branched out to a bunch of other ones that you're gonna uh, hear us talk about on the podcast mike uh, was unbelievably excited when he heard about them. Yeah, these guys have blown up all over the world. They have millions and millions of followers. And so we were lucky enough to get Leonid and his son, Roman, uh, on our podcast. So just stay tuned and listen to this. And keep in mind that this dream of Leonid started when he hit 60. So he's a true menopause man. So enjoy. Hi, I'm Larry, and that's Mike, and today we're here with a very special couple of guys from Russia. One is Leonid Borobiev and his son, Roman, and Hello. Leonid has a fascinating story. It turns out I found him and his group on YouTube when I was just surfing for some music, and I started listening, and he started a band that does unbelievable covers of great bands from the 60s and 70s. And they started by doing Chicago covers. And if you don't look at the screen and you listen to the music, you would absolutely swear that it's Chicago. Absolutely. And so in, in, in reviewing his history, it turns out that this is something that he started a little later in life, uh, as just a pet project. And as we know, for our menopause crowd, we're all looking for things to inspire us as we're getting older. So I want to uh, welcome you guys uh, to our podcast. And I want to start, Leonid, with a song that I think defines what menopause.com is all about. Uh, it's a song you wrote called Midlife Crisis. And I just took ah. some of the words off of the screen from your website. And it says, nothing makes me happy at all. I forgot how to love. I forgot how to cry. Don't even know how to deal with heartbreak anymore. I want to strain at the leash and fall madly in love, dive into the abyss and soar through the sky. I don't care anymore that I don't know who I am. I'm just looking to cure the boredom. <laughs> yeah. Wow. 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 When, when did you write that and what inspired you to write that? Oh, maybe, maybe about 20 years ago. Wow. <laughs> 20 years ago? <clears throat> what was happening in your life? You were still young back then. Yeah. <laughs> what was going on in your life that inspired you to write that? Uh, that's, uh, that was uh, uh, just ordinary life without any 
uh, good or bad moments. It was just life with uh, some boredom and blam down, down, down. And I, uh, I was walking to my studio and uh, some lines of lyrics came from, in my, from my head. And I, very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow. I mean, we all go through that in the 40s. I, I think that's the beginning of menopause. I know we, we always say it's over 50. But you know what? I think in the 40s, it starts. And that's what happened to you, is you, you started, you know, getting bored with life. And things change, right? I mean, you were, yes. you were creating music during that time. Um, so tell us about that. Вот после того, что тот период, что началось, когда тебе было вот за сорок эти эти песни пошли, что тебя вдохновляло? Yeah, I, I just uh, I, I, music is uh, the main thing in my in my life, you know, and uh, music is a thing that uh, saved me. They uh, music is a thing that supported me all my life, and uh, only music. Nothing else. <laughs> there, there was, you know, perestroika in the Soviet Union, yeah. so you're broken, and uh, life uh, was changed dramatically. And uh, a lot of my friends lost uh, their job, their work, they, uh, li uh, their life changed, and my life was not so stable. But uh, I had music, great music. And, and uh, yeah, and so what inspired you uh, to a little bit later? I guess you were in your 50s when you started thinking about putting together this band to start playing Chicago. And, and my understanding is that there was no sheet music for you to use, that you had to listen to the songs and sort of transcribe for each instrument the, the musical score so that your friends could play that. What, what made you decide to do that? You know, it was, uh, uh, I have to say that back in the 60s and 70s in the USSR, you could not uh, find any scores, uh, any scores for Western music and no, no scores. And you had to listen to by ear and transcribe every line, every part. And my skills was uh, developing. And developing, yes, uh, and that, that time. But uh, when I reached 60, 60, uh, that was my 60th birthday, and I was jogging in the park in the morning. <laughs> and I thought, uh, many times, uh, some of my fellows told me that, oh, when I get retired, I will change my life. I will, uh, I will do only fishing. I will only do gardening, for example. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't want to change my life because I, ha I had a, my uh, uh, favorite um, uh, work in the studio as a sound engineer and arranger and sound producer. I uh, didn't want to change my life, but I decided to uh, celebrate some special way my 60th birthday, you know? And I remember the song uh, that I sang when I was young. But uh, my band, I played, we had no uh, trumpet, no trombone, only saxophone. And that was not, not really good. But now, <laughs> Yes, I had a lot of uh, friends, uh, good musicians, and I called them, and I knew they wouldn't refuse me a favor because I helped them many times before. 
Yes, and I call them and uh, they say, okay, great, okay. And we uh, recorded one song, Brand New Love Affair, yeah. and uh, mm -hmm. I put it, put it on YouTube, and I was sure American audience, especially Chicago fans, will hate us. <laughs> oh, those Russians. Poor <laughs> hell, they think they are, I know. <laughs> I knew what was going wrong Seems so very long Since we left together It's no good to be all alone When you've heard a friend And you both feel empty Later, uh, it was already on Chicago's official website, and wow! <laughs> well, it, it might have been true that they would have hated it. That, that's amazing. And first of all, we would not even know where you came from. Yeah, I mean, it, it, they might have hated it had you sucked, but <laughs> but you didn't. I mean, you were so. Good. I mean, even your voice sounded like the Chicago singers. That, that I think people were just floored. And then the quality of the video was so good too. Uh, you know, it's so crystal clear. And the editing of it was so good that, that I mean, I was just totally- <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it, it, was, yeah. it was amazing. So you put this incredible band together. I mean, there's 10 or 11 people in your band? Yes. Tell us about yeah. your band. Now it's uh, 10. That's, that's yeah. mm -hmm. It kind of rotates a little too, right? You have some guys that are in and then they're not because they're busy with other things. Yeah, there was a moment when uh, everyone has uh, had uh, their own job and uh, everyone was busy. It was like their side project, basically. Yeah, right, right. it was like a studio project when, uh, without any expectation, without any calculation, just uh, the, maybe enjoy for ourselves yeah, yeah. and uh, they may uh, they agree to record first uh, song without any enthusiasm just like i asked them right, right. But after a huge huge uh, a lot of uh, compliments a lot of acknowledgements to everyone of musicians uh, uh, i remember maybe trumpet said maybe one more
your response in Russia? Has there been a response to your music there? Oh, uh, first of all, uh, it was, uh, it's, it's have, it has no, no purpose, you know, guy. Uh, fellow, they thought there was no future for it. Any, any of his uh, fellows in the music industry here? They're yes. Like, but I, I didn't care, didn't care about it, uh, uh, about that, and I didn't listen to them because I did it for myself. Right. I just did it for myself to, um, entertain, to entertain myself, right. to make my life more colorful, you know. And uh, when uh, when you work with uh, uh, many other uh, famous Russian singers and bands, you work just uh, like just a sound producer. Producer like a professional, mm -hmm. and every time you try to uh, make love with their music, you know, right? And sometimes you try too hard. <laughs> but that music, music of Chicago, was uh, my favorite music, and uh, I, I had no, uh, I had no push, push it to push to myself to make it. I just uh, did it for my pleasure. Well, I'm talking about <clears throat> here in the United States. Um, and we'll talk about your tour here in a minute. But here in the United States, I think the response has been really big, because, especially among our age group, 40 and up, that, you know, like I said, Chicago here in the United States back in the 60s and 70s was huge. I mean, they were, they were huge. They were like you too, you know, uh, it, it was a few years ago. So, but in Russia, uh, now uh, that you've released these videos on, on YouTube and stuff, are you getting a similar uh, response from an audience in Russia to the music? Do they like it? Do they understand it? Uh, well, you know, we have our audience not so big, not such big like in the USA, but uh, they love, uh, love us. They are our friends. You know, Chicago was very, very famous group in the uh, USSR between Russian musicians in the 70s. Uh, Almost every Russian band had uh, such a uh, set of uh, musicians, rhythm section and horn section and three or two uh, vocalists, and they were very famous uh, amongst Russian musicians. And uh, there were the rumors. There, there were rumors. the rumors that James Panko was uh, ex-Russian in his history. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had so uh, interesting moment when I uh, visited Bulgaria, Bulgaria mm -hmm. in uh, 85. I met with uh, local musicians and we had... Uh, in a pub. Yes. <laughs> and we uh, made a uh, jam, session. jam session and yeah. uh, uh, Russian vodka and Bulgarian rakia and blah, blah, blah. And one moment I said, wow, you know, uh, James Pankov from Russians in his past. Oh, he is Bulgarian. Pankov is a Bulgarian uh, surname. Oh no, he is Russian. We just not fighting. <laughs> but lately it was, uh, no, he is no, not Bulgarian, no Russian. But we were sure. Of course, yeah. yeah. Um, so then, then it, it, it grew to the point where you guys decided to try and do a tour 
in the United States. And of course you did. And that apparently was huge. You had sellouts pretty much everywhere you went, enthusiastic crowds everywhere. How was that? How did that happen? And how, how did you react to seeing that kind of response to your music? He is, bl he is blame. <laughs> a, I, I am to blame here. Yeah, well, I, I, I joined the project a couple of years ago when I saw that, uh, you know, my dad was making these great products and the audience is there online. Mm -hmm. And for a couple of years, uh, Leonid has been getting these messages over Facebook. Okay, guys, so are you going to come and visit us in the U.S. and play live maybe? You know, we'll come, you know. Can we fly to Russia maybe to see you? <laughs> Some started to come here actually, and oh. we got we got friended with a, a U.S. embassy here with all the diplomats because some of them actually found Leonid and friends yeah. back in U.S. and they came to serve here, and then they came to our shows in Moscow. So that was fun. And actually, the, um, the former U.S. ambassador in Russia, uh, Mr. John Huntsman, he uh, play, uh, jammed with us. He's actually a musician. So. Oh, yeah. Anyway, that, that idea was developing that we can actually come and perform in America, but we didn't know how it's going to turn out, like if anybody's going to really show up. And uh, the agencies and the, and, the, and the promoters in the U.S., they were also not sure, are these Russians, can we trust them? Are they going to actually fly like all these 15 people with equipment and make it here with visas? And then, um, you know, is it going to be a, a solid and legitimate thing? So we did our test run. Uh, it was the first tour uh, in January uh, 2019. And uh, we thought, okay, we'll just schedule a couple of shows and see how it goes. And it went great. And we've met with uh, Mr. Danny Serafin, who yes. came to the show. We met with Robert Clem, Mr. Robert Clem. And uh, that was incredible. And from there, we went on to the next tour and the next. able to book your your events your location oh that how did that happen 
that was a whole adventure in itself because uh, uh, yeah, I, I'm pretty good in communication. I guess I came handy. Um, and uh, actually our fans have been helping us in making yes. that. Uh, some of our uh, uh, friends and fans in America, they were talking it up with people they knew at the local venues, uh, different promoters and telling them, you got to see these Leonian friends, got to get them here. Uh, yeah, there was a funny guy. There was a, uh, a teenager, 15-year-old, uh, who found us on YouTube. And drummer, drummer. He's a, good, he's a good drumming kid. He's a really cool kid. And um, he's from Chicago area. And he talked to his uncle, who uh, was running a local little venue for live performances. And so they got in touch with us and going like, okay, if you're going to come, we want to see you here, play with us at, at this venue. And so it developed and now, you know, it was uh, helped us a lot to make that first run. So it's all, uh, you know, uh, thanks to our fans. Yeah. But, right. Because you're, you're booked all over the place. I mean, you, you're booked in many different states and Vegas. I mean, you're playing Vegas. <laughs> is that going to be your first event in Vegas or is this your second? Uh, well, no, it's actually going to be already the third time. Oh, wow. Yeah, uh, yeah. We've traveled all across U.S. We've had absolute pleasure, absolute honor yes. to be able to do it from East Coast to West, from uh, North to South. Uh, we've seen most of the major cities. So beautiful, incredible people. I mean, we love our American friends. And that was a dream of my life to drive across the USA, and now <laughs> <laughs> yeah, up down, right? Yeah, convertible. Do you get, do you get on the <laughs> yeah. tour bus? You get a bus, uh, tour bus? We actually, the way we did it, uh, we rented four cars, uh, one pickup truck for luggage and equipment, and three minivans, and we all fit in, and we're all nice, good family. Yes. <laughs> you know, we get tired of each other once in a while. <laughs> on the road, you know we have gonna, lots of funny stories on the road, know, of course. <laughs> you know what's going to be funny is, you know, a couple years from now, you're going to be on a humongous tour bus with your pictures on it, traveling across the U.S. And we can say they they started in a pickup truck. And yeah, exactly. Bus. That's But, awesome. you know, the roads in America, compared to Russian roads, you guys have just, you know, a dreamland. So yeah. we can drive all year long, you know, and enjoy it. So, uh, yeah, we, we uh, joke at the shows that, uh, by now, I think we've we've seen more America than some of Americans have, right? <laughs> and, and, probably, that's right? true. That is a hundred percent true. So now yeah, you guys, right. and uh, yeah, you guys were also going to be going, I think, to Australia and New Zealand and some of the other places. Are <clears throat> how has COVID right now worldwide for you guys affected your ability to tour? Uh, this is a problem because. Uh, uh, we had to cancel our summer tour, and uh, I think our uh, autumn fall tour is under question, obviously. Under question. Yeah. But we not. really hope for uh, the next uh, spring and next summer, yeah. and we believe everything will be okay. Yeah, we right. do. Yeah. I think so too. Hopefully, we'll have a vaccine by then, and <clears throat> it'll be a lot easier for you guys to do that. Matter of fact, you know, menopause.com. Our, our our plan before COVID hit is we're we're planning a bunch of events, uh, everything from uh, photography events with 
with uh, volley, you know, volleyball players and things like that to wine tours and all that. As we plan these events, I mean, I can definitely see you guys being one of the stars of one of the events that we plan, where you guys would be the, you guys would be the stars of play for everybody wow. who's come to the event. So we're going to keep that in our back pocket for the spring, summer uh, uh, of next year. Um, so what's, what's ahead for you guys? We know, as Mike said, that you, you're starting to branch out, Earth, Wind & Fire, Deep Purple, uh, blood, sweat, and tears—all, all groups that again that we just right. absolutely love. question steely dan yeah okay so steely uh, is one of our absolutely favorite every every time concerts. they come to town we go to their concert we, so we probably we, been together we've gone to about, about 10 yeah. of their concerts at least 10 now they have horns and there's you know they 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 play a lot of horns so that's right up your alley how about steely dan uh i, I can say Secretly, we have still in our plan. Now, the interesting yeah. thing is, is that, um, you know, a lot of a lot of music, I mean, from the 70s to now, the, the bands yes. uh, or the musicians that are musicians like you guys, their their music is complex. It's not three chords and, and singing. Yes. It's very complex music. And I think that's why people continue to love the songs because each time yes. you listen, you hear something different. And I think that's the situation with Steely Dan. You know, like I said, um, uh, Mike and I uh, love them. The fir first time I saw them was in 1973 at a local college when they were a touring band, right? Wow. And, but their chords and, the, and their, the, the stories they tell are very complex. And I think that's what you got, especially, you know, you Lynn had been, being a musician from day one, is that what you're looking at? You're looking at these complex arrangements. Is that what draws you in? A challenge. Yes, challenge, challenge, yes. No, you're lucky, lucky guys. You're lucky folk. But I never heard or saw my favorite bands alive, you know. Ah. I didn't have... Uh, such opportunity in the Soviet Union. Yeah. Uh, that was only my dream. That was like uh, on other planet, right. on Mars maybe, right. Chicago. And I didn't uh, 
Я не мог представить, что когда-нибудь с Робертом Лэм. You couldn't even imagine meeting in person somebody like Robert Lamb. And when I hug with him, that was moment my knees shaking. Yeah. You know, I I just want to add in, and and if you guys are interested to hear this, but to understand Leonid and his passion for music and how it all happened, you maybe have to understand that little touch of background because back in 60s and 70s, it was really behind the Iron Curtain. And I, I, I'm lucky I didn't live there, but I, I, I definitely heard about it. And um, like, just to give you a little sample, like we, we tell this story on the concert, but how did, like the first ever guitar that Leonid played, how did he even get a hold of the first guitar in his life? Yeah. <laughs> Hand, handmade, only handmade. Wow. There were no uh, electric um, guitars available in uh, the Soviet shops, in wow. the Soviet stores, you know. And uh, I read uh, some article in the uh, magazine for youth, uh, how to make an electric guitar. <laughs> and they suggested to, um, to make a, a pickups, to use, to use a old uh, phone set. Uh, telephone set, yeah. Telephone set. Old, and magnetic bands, uh, magnetic coils in it. And when I uh, came out to look at, and every telephone booth was <laughs> catted, every handset was catted in my whole area. Wow. That's and I, I understand that, I get it, that I, I, I was late. <laughs> yeah, he was the last one in town who read the magazine, basically. <laughs> yeah, so he, that saved him from uh, just uh, being a criminal musician at that time, you know. But that's what it took, you know. Our work, doing it that way? Uh, I, I found another way to make a, a magnetic band, a magnetic coil with a... Uh, and uh, just a moment. Yeah, yeah, hold on. <laughs> and uh, I have, I had my, I made my first guitar and no bass strings, no bass strings at all. And I used from a Russian uh, folk domra, bass, bass domra. Uh -huh. Boom, boom, boom. That was very hard. But I had. <laughs> yeah, wow. That, that's amazing. Yeah, so it was, it was quite a tough, tough time. So, Larry. Larry, you, yeah. you played the guitar, right, Larry? Yeah. Well, it, sorry, Larry, you played the guitar, right? Yeah. I played bass. All my life I played bass because I, I, I played uh, guitar, but uh, I had uh, no good bass player in my band. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, my parents insisted that I have to have a good education. And I entered in the Polytechnical um, College in my town. And uh, when, with uh, my, thought, I, I, my thoughts, I, I knew that in poly, uh, there are musical sets of instruments in Polytechnical College, electric guitars and drums and uh, uh, keyboard. But uh, senior undergrads didn't let me play with them. Play with them. And after one year of my uh, training, I left from the institute and I found one uh, railroad depot outside of town and the musical instruments, the guys who played them uh, before, they went to army and ah. instruments were, were free. And every morning I went to the, my college 
but actually I went to <laughs> the railroad depot and the whole day I was transcribing by ear every part on bass, on guitar, on keyboards and drums and in the evening my guys uh, came uh, came in and I showed every uh, every uh, of them what to play, how to play it and uh, a couple of months later we have a more or less good sounding wow. but my mother she, uh, so his mom eventually met the uh, one of the uh, professors at the college <laughs> so what is our song how is it oh he's absent almost two months <laughs> <laughs> that was bang <laughs> yeah oh my god that's hilarious yeah so the um the ability to hear those notes again you know only real musicians i think can do that um and and how how difficult is that to even know like what key they're in do you have to like tap it on a piano to find out what key the song how do you do that i don't know i i, I have uh, so he also got uh, later on he got a, a choir conductor educated yes. as a choir conductor and i know the uh, music theory and harmony and i have trained trained here because from the railroad depot <laughs> i started to develop that develop them. Oh. Dun, 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 dun. no scores at all so what was the first guitar that you were able to buy my first guitar there was a bulgarian orfei <laughs> bass guitar they was similar to paul mccartney hofner Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was my dream. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, let me uh, let me ask you something. So we have a lot of bands that still tour to this day. I mean, Steely Dan is one of them. Yeah. America, um, uh, uh, Blacks, not Black Sabbath. They, well, Ozzy Osbourne on occasion, right? Um, but what happens is they lose their voice, and the older guys they still want to play but they've lost their voice and so what steely dan has done is they've added singers in their band to really enhance the sound and what you guys bring is a brand new fresh look at the at, at those bands and the sound is so incredible and it's so smart what you're doing because we miss the old bands the original bands and you can never get that back um, and what you guys are bringing is you're bringing it back to us and the sounds are just absolutely incredible. Yeah. So I mean, thank you for doing that. Robert Lamb sing. I mean, as good as he was, naturally he's like seventy or something now. His, you know, his voice is kind of weak, um, as you would expect to happen over time. And so that that that's like Mike was saying. You seem to pick the right singer for the right song. Like one guy will sound like Terry Kath, and the other right. one sounds like Robert Lamb, 
you know, and the other one sounds like Peter Cetera, like Sergey, or a Serge. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sounds he sounds like Peter Cetera when he sings. That was uh, the most tough task to find someone uh, with a voice similar to Peter Cetera because Peter Cetera has a unique range yeah. and a unique quality of voice. Yeah, and uh, we went uh, through several candidates here in Moscow, but no one could fit. And for that moment, I had a good and close communication with the web manager of Chicago, Trent Gardner. And he said, well, uh, he made a uh, contest online. Ah. And mm -hmm. he found Serge and he uh, sent me his uh, uh, contact and contacts. And he said, "Whoa, look at these guys. Listen to him. He's not, not far for you, Keith. Right. And we connected and we started and from maybe fourth take, I got, I, I wanted to, to hear <laughs> something similar to Peter Cetera, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And now the problem, we, uh, we, start, we want to make an online show, but we have a problem with, uh, uh, because of COVID, he's in Kiev. Uh, and me, uh, we are in Moscow. Uh, we try to combine it to technically resolve the problem to make an online show. Maybe last uh, late late September. Late with, September we will uh, overcome. We'll do an online show. Okay. That's that's the plan. It's going to be that's actually be awesome. Right. Yeah. Well, if you, Thanks. I don't know if you've seen on Facebook, like the Rolling Stones did one, where the yeah. guy was in his own house and they managed to play. So I don't know how they do it simultaneously because there is a delay. But they, they played a couple of songs on Facebook live. And so yeah. the technology's there. You guys just have to learn. That would be, that would be amazing. Very cool. Yeah. Well, we're going to do actually, it's all going to be in a studio, like most of us together. Right. And Serge just connected uh, from, from Ukraine. Yeah. And it's, and we're gonna, it's going to be the best quality we can get because it's going to be all technically done in the studio live. Uh, yeah, and we're trying to resolve these technical questions like right now. Yeah, yeah, we're in the process. Now, there's a couple other people I want to bring up in the band that I just am sort of drawn to. One is Igor, the drummer. Yeah. That guy is amazing. I mean, yes. you know, uh, it, it's one thing. It's one thing to just kind of uh, be a good drummer, but he just he just can play almost any beat well. How did you find him? Uh, I, I knew them, uh, I will, как сказать, был знаком с ним много лет. Yeah, Leonid knew him for years. И он переиграл со множеством самых известных русских. And Igor actually played with, like, top, top groups and artists in Russia, ah. right, uh, in his past. So he yes, had yes. a lot of great experience. He's highly skilled professional, and он буквально одержим барабан. And he is... I like obsessed with drums. <laughs> you can tell him. Age, I mean, he's he's is he our age? Yeah, Igor is what? Uh, how old is he? Fifty-seven. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he used to play drums when he was in college, so he did. He definitely appreciates that. Oh, okay. He's he's. I mean, he really is amazing. The other guy that I think is is is, uh, is probably a good draw for the American crowd is Vasily. He looks like yeah. an American tough guy, or he looks like ACDC's <laughs> lead singer, you know? He's just, and he's right. got that gruff voice. Yeah. He's amazing. Yes, he Did you know him? Yeah. yeah. You know him since a while? Uh, yeah. Maybe from 1000 
2002, maybe 2001, about 20 years ago, I met him. Yeah. And I loved him, his voice, and I tried to, uh, tried to make him to sing my songs, you know. And he sang a couple of my songs, and I decided to, I have to use him for closer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's, <laughs> because he's really, wow, he's really, great voice. you know, you guys, we talked about Chicago, we talked about um, Deep Purple a little bit, but you just, you just posted one uh, cover on Deep Purple. You got 84,000 views within a week. Это просто, скажи, шаг в сторону, попытка там ну, сделать что-то еще. It's a little sidestep, just to do something a little different while we're getting, uh, uh, while Leonard is preparing the next Chicago track. Uh, but it's also one of the uh, very favorable uh, tracks from from the younger yes. years. Yes. Oh yeah, we love, we love. Great it. impression to me uh, when in '75 when I were, uh, heard it for the first time. Maybe later, but uh, we have so many uh, songs in our plan that I in a pipeline. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe later. So what bands, what other bands are you going to cover? Ah, you want to know all the inside? <laughs> of course. <laughs> Tell us first. Just give yeah, us right. One. Just give us one. Just give us one. Uh, outside of Chicago? Yeah. Yes. Ah, and you had to have one, помимо Chicago, that you plan to do in the future. Great fuck, Grail's Road. What? What? Grand Funk Railroad. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> they, were, they, were, they were my band when I was in a band in high school. Grand Funk Railroad. I saw them in concert twice. I lived in Germany at the time. My dad was affiliated with the armed forces. So I saw them oh, twice. I saw them so much. Oh, they were so good. Until, awesome. until they got awesome. the organ. I didn't like it as much when yeah. they got the organ. But it was just the three of them. Uh, um, you know, Mark Farner and... Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Brewer, the uh, the that, that yeah 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 yeah. Mel Shocker, my my father played organ too. Yeah. Yeah. I liked them before the organ. I, I just like their you know uh, their their song. That would be great if you do that. 
that, yeah. Awesome. I really hope. How yeah. about how about some the Beach Boys? Any Beach Boys? No, I don't know about Beach Boys. Maybe later, because uh, Beach Boys there was a, как сказать, это была эра, которая немножко до меня. Я the Beach Boys era was a little before oh, the time yeah. of Leonid. Oh, okay. Right? So it was just a little before <laughs> his. But the voices, the voices in your group, I mean, really sing the Beach Boys, really. Yes. Great harmony. Well, you know, they sing the, they have a track, uh, uh, Wishing You Wishing you Were Here. Yes. Which yes. was a collaboration with Beach Boys. Right. Yes. And that has those harmonies and, and that's yeah. what um, yeah. they recreated. Sleepless hours and dreamless nights and far aways Heaven knows and Lord it shows when I'm away Any kid Loggins? Yeah, Loggins and yeah, I know. When they, I when I go see Kenny Loggins, as long you as know, so many, great. so many great bands uh, in the seventies and sixties area, and the Doobie Brothers, and and a lot. Oh, yeah. I yeah. yeah, You know the Doobie Brothers. That's funny. You should say that because they still tour. We just saw them. Larry and I just saw them last year. And they're still great. Yeah, they yeah. they sound great, and they they were packing them in. Yeah, uh, they don't have Michael McDonald tour with them that much anymore. But but uh, yeah, uh, you know, uh, I know. There's, there's yeah. We were gonna if not for COVID, we we, we would have uh, traveled uh, to Germany and perform at the festival this summer, and we were gonna play uh, on the stage right before Electric Light Orchestra. Oh, and that was going to be our uh, uh, night, but you know we'll we'll wait till the next year to do that. And you guys are going to be you guys are going to be at the belly up. Uh, Michael McDonald was just there, not too no long. No way, really. I went to wow. see him. I sat right next to him, watching wow. him play. He was, I mean, outrageous. Oh, and so God. you're gonna you're gonna be on the same stage. Yeah, the belly and up. The Michael McDonald, one of my favorites. Yeah, the, the yeah. Rolling Stones also played at Belly Up. Oh, wow! Yeah, the Belly That's Up like, is a really small venue. Right, where everybody pretty much is standing up, uh, and yeah. it's a small stage. But we, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it really rocks there. Now we were talking about harmonies, uh, and 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 we're talking about men over fifty. So one of the one of the real attractions. Uh, pri primarily because of the the wonderful voice is uh, is Senia, uh, very very beautiful singer, and I mean her voice is beautiful. The rest, who cares? Uh, right, right. How did you find her? She originated from uh, one town with me. Uh, I was uh, born in Chita, uh, East Siberian town. They, they they both hail from Siberia. Yes, and I'm I was uh, I knew uh, I know 
her uh, mother and father. Oh. And when she came to Moscow, I uh, helped her like a father and mother, grandmother, grandfather for her. <laughs> uh -huh. Well, she's dynamite, yeah. And what a, what a resume she has. She apparently speaks seven languages. She has a master's degree. Yes. I mean, yeah. she's a star in her own right. Um, yeah, she's she's an amazing woman, and the, and the harmonies that she brings to your to your uh, uh, group is is pretty amazing. Now, does she tour with you all the time, or does she have her own thing going on? Надо сказать, что она очень скромная в, в, в противоположность современным девушкам таким развязанным, поэтому она вот такая вся домашняя. Yeah, well, she tours with us, and uh, we have to say, Ceni is actually she's a very shy girl, and uh, you know. Uh, opposite to uh, the the trend right now, where every pop star is like really out there exposing, you know, and so forth. She's more shy, although she's she's great and beautiful. Yeah. So uh, we take care of her like her brothers and sisters, and she tours with us. But she has her own solo career developing right. as well. Right. So oh, that's great. You know, we don't want to take up too much of your time, but tell us a little bit about your future plans for the next year or two. Both musically and personally. Uh, uh, besides our Chicago covers and other bands, uh, I have a dream to play uh, a couple of our original songs, but we have a problem with the uh, uh, English lyrics. And I try to find someone who can write appropriate lyrics for these songs. And uh, I will be happy to show our audience our original songs with very, from my viewpoint, very interesting, very maybe unusual, but intricate. Intricate, yes. Nice. Right. Well, that's great because it's important that you introduce your own songs as well. And at all the venues that you perform at, you know, you can add, add your original songs in there. You have a live audience. And if they take to it, the rest is history, right? Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, so that's coming as well. That's going to be great. And then, Roman, yes. you uh, you know how to play the guitar as well? No, actually, um, uh, that's a project I'm going to take on. Right now that you mentioned that, <laughs> I, I gotta I gotta catch up on my guitar skills. So uh, you know how to sing? Oh, you know, more, you saw us on. Uh, we did this uh, cover for. East River, Brecker Brothers. <laughs> yeah. So far, I was trusted with some clapping and back singing. La <laughs> da, right? And uh, well, that's the that's my the start of my career. Let's how see how far you? I can get. Roman, how old are you? I'm thirty. Thirty. Yeah. yeah. Married? We each have daughters. Uh, nope. Thirty. Nope. Uh oh. Yeah. Uh -oh, look, I'm not uh -oh. married. <laughs> yeah, exactly. to the United States after all. Yeah, <laughs> you, here, you may not go back. Yeah, exactly. You might get roots in there, right? That's right. Plant some roots. That's right. Well, right. anyways, so. this has been this has been amazing. We're so thankful yeah. that you guys were willing to come on with us as big a stars as you are. Um, and uh, what we'd like to do oh, is come on. Uh, <laughs> bigger stars. We're gonna, uh, we, we definitely want to follow up maybe in the next couple of months in terms of maybe doing another podcast see where you guys are and then when you do tour in, here in the states we definitely want to catch up with you and and maybe do some behind the scenes looks for our audience to see how you guys get ready for a, 
a show and all that. And then, like I said, when menopause.com starts their events again, we would love for you guys to be the headliners. We'll figure something out to get you. Oh, yeah. That's going to be fun. That's going to be fun. Yeah. So we wait to meet you guys in person and anybody who finds us online. We, we like, what? Yeah, while this, you know, rough time going, we're going to be releasing a lot of new videos. So if uh, they just, you know, if, if people just follow us on Facebook and YouTube, they will definitely see stuff coming and we'll just make this uh, world brighter with music. Absolutely. Oh, it's Leonid and Friends on YouTube. What is, what's your website's address? We'll post it on oh, the... Oh, it's uh, leonidandfriends.band. Okay. Uh, it's also, you can find it, if you find on Facebook, Leonid and Friends. Uh, it's, there's a reference to the website. So Facebook, YouTube. I think you type Leonid, it pops up already, like, yeah. because, you know, it, it's now millions and millions searching for it. So we'll, uh, we'll stay in touch. And, um, and again, thank you so much. Uh, you guys are amazing. Uh, and it's so thank great you. that father and son can work together like that. Right. And, uh, and, and we're definitely inspired by your example. So uh, we'll-, we'll uh, Thank you, it's been fun as well for us to chat with you. He is my best friend and my supporter. That's awesome. Uh, that is oh, that's great. Yeah. Um, uh, that's, it, it's right. a family oh. affair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So th thanks for joining us and we'll see you next time.